Hi, and welcome back to On Track Tips. My name is Jason Weiser, and you're listening to Get On Track, Stay On Track. And we're helping your small business one expert at a time. And today, I am so excited. Our expert today, who? Efot Cohen. That's right. I finally landed this gal. I said, I've, I've had a lot of other G-plus experts on, and I've been hunting this one for a while. So I'm really excited to be bringing the Efot to you guys today. I know you're going to love this one. Google Plus the next generation. Let's talk about some strategy for the future. Small business owners, tune in, tune in now. Go grab a couple of your friends and say, hey, you got to find this stuff out. Not, there's not a lot of people talking about what we're going to be talking about today. Conspiracy, espionage. Eh, okay, a little bit, maybe a little bit too dramatic, but we're going to give you some great stuff. All right, who's Efot Cohen in case you don't know? All right, well, she's she's been featured on Mashable, Data Nation, uh, The Rise of the Top, Diamonds in Your Backyard, Entrepreneur on Fire, and many more. Yifat Cohen has mastered Hangout technology. She's pushed it beyond the limits. Among her clients are the Office of the Governors of Texas, Mashable, Social Good Summit, and Versus, just to name a few. And Yifat's one of the very few non-Googlers who was asked by Google to present a Google product, that's Hangouts, at the Google office. Maybe you didn't catch all that, but she doesn't work for the company, and they hired her to come and present one of their products to their employees. That's pretty freaking cool. Okay. She's often flown around the world to speak at Google events and global events. Yifat's highly respected keynote speaker. She's a strategy coach. She's a Google Plus coaching. She handles Hangout on Air hosting, education, training. She teaches how to hang out, how to optimize Google Plus, and how to use Google Plus for your business. It's no surprise that she is one of the people that inspired me to launch On Track Tips. And little known fact about Yifat, she served in the Israeli Air Force. She didn't kill anyone, but uh, that was and uh, back when she was 21, she backpacked through six different countries in South America. She skydived in San Marcos, Texas, paraglided in Peru, bungee jumped in Ecuador. This girl's got some adventure in her, I'll tell you that. She speaks three and a half languages, <laughs> and she loves to travel. Yifat Cohen, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. <laughs> I mean, that, that is funny. Three and a half languages. What's the half language? Um, Arabic. I can say, take everything out of your pocket and put it on the table. <laughs> That's what you could say. <laughs> I know when, when, I live in, when I live in Ukraine part of the year and everybody asks, well, can you speak Ukrainian? I say, well, I know enough to order my latte and my, uh, and my desserts and my pizza. So I, I'm good to go there. All right, well, today, we're, let's get some of this housekeeping out of the way, and then we're going to get into this show. So, uh, first of all, if you're here and you're on the comment stream, let us know you're here, and just simply type in, hi, so-and-so, or your name. I'm checking in and excited to hear about Efot and what she has to say. And go ahead and ask a question if you want. Today's show is sponsored by wisersites.com. That's my hosting and domain registry company. This is OnTrack Tips' private, dedicated server, and we've reserved some space for a few of our closest friends. So, if you're an OnTrack Tips subscriber, a follower, a client, or a friend, we've got something really special for you guys. You know, this solution's really ideal for WordPress.com people. You've been on WordPress.com, you want to come over to WordPress.org, you want to have your own self-hosted solution, but you don't know how to do it, I tell you what, if you're on the show watching right now, I'll do that for you for free. I'm going to throw that piece in, move you from WordPress.com to WordPress.org, all for the price of hosting, okay? And uh, give me a call. 231-432-8177, Wiser Sites, dedicated hosting and uh, hosting a domain at shared hosting prices. Very exclusive group here. Today's Twitter question. You know how much we love Twitter? We're using the hashtag OnTrackTips. And today's Twitter question is, does Big Brother freak you out? Like, do you think that Google is Big Brother and does that freak you out? Go ahead and tell us over on Twitter 
What are your thoughts about Google as Big Brother? And lastly, I want to make sure to invite everybody over to OnTrackTips.com. That's where we produce this show from. That's where you're going to see the podcast, the episodes, the you're going to see the uh, videos embedded. That's OnTrackTips.com, the home of the big red button. Head on over to OnTrackTips.com. Look for the big red button and push it. That's going to get you and I in contact with each other. And I'm going to bring you some more experts, experts like Ifat Cohen, Guy Kawasaki, Chris Brogan, Andrea Vall, and so many more. Is anybody ready to actually start this event? Tell me in the comments. Yes, let's do it. All right. Ifat, I want to start out with something you said on another interview. <laughs> You're like cracking up. You're like, who is this guy? What's going on here? <laughs> All right. We're gonna, we're, I, want to, I want to jump right in here. Back in, uh, you had talked on another interview about back when Google Plus started, back before Google Plus started. You said something to the effect that in 2011, the federal government wanted to start building cyber identities and Google Plus was developed. Wah, wah, wah. Fill in the blank. <laughs> So what's really interesting about that is that um, <laughs> is the entire idea of Google Plus being a social media, just like you know, hey, Google just wants to you know give you a space to compete with Facebook. And if you're looking at how Google Plus is set up, you know how it's like the backbone, like the spine of everything Google, and how everything is integrated into it. You start seeing relationships between things, and those relationships show you that you know. Google is actually not competing with Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn or anything like that. It is learning who you are. And it's learning who you are through the things that you do every day, which is fascinating to me. Um, so you can think about Google hiring hundreds of millions of people, right, to kind of go through their system and figure out what is spam and what is right and who's the authority. Or you can develop Google Plus and let and discover people's identities directly through what they do every day. So this is where we are. Do you want to read about the entire identity thing that they created in 2011? Well, I'd love to. Can you give us a link, a link to that? I do. I will. I, uh, I'll put that actually in the comment, but I can read it to you. So um, I'll give you a link. The, yeah. um, the federal government accredited uh, PayPal, Equifast, and Google back in October 2011 um, in creating what's called the National Strategy for Trusted Identities in Cyberspace. It's an identity ecosystem. And basically what it does, it starts giving individuals and businesses and organizations, they call it like greater trust and security, meaning that they will know who you are, and because they know who you are, then you don't need to log in everywhere. They already know what access you have to. And you can think about this with the open ID. Remember open ID where you can just log in one time and then that's kind of like where it is. It's like you have one ID and it's available across the web. Well, this is okay. So, of course, they've framed it as we're here to protect your identity. We're doing this for you. But, yeah. I mean, of course, people are going to be like, whoa, hang on a second. This is getting a little bit too invasive into my, in, into my life. What, what are your thoughts on that? I think that it's a, it's a very interesting balance, Jason, between we want the comfort, right? We want the convenience of just having everything open, and then we want everything private. It's kind of like when you walk um, at the airport. If you uh, signed up for the TNC, then you don't have to go through the security lines. But you say, yeah, but I signed up for TNC. So what do you want? Do you want security line, or do you want you know to pass quickly because they already know who you are? So. <laughs> 
And of course, many people are concerned about, okay, so it does help me out, but how can this be perverted? Who's controlling it? Where is this master central database? Who has access to this database? Can the feds get in there and read my comments and streams and likes and plus and privacy and of course, way too much for us to get into. But let's bring this to business now. And let's let's stick with, okay, this is for identity. This is for the purpose of helping us and, and to f help us find our ideal client, right? It, would you say it's even profiling? I think that's a little dangerous word to say. But, you know, we've done all that stuff before, right? We've been buying... Um list from Facebook and there are many companies who you can just buy list based on demographic and people's liking and buying all that stuff. It's not new. The fact that it's like easier now with Google it freaks everybody out. This is not new. It's been going on forever, you know, like there's a magazine. So there's not even a way for you to get off the grid if you wanted to. How would you get off the grid? Your checks, and you're like, okay, I'm not using anything electronic. Your checks, you get the picture of the check online, right? So it's like privacy, that nothing is private. So what happens to a society when nothing is private? What if their relationships now become more real, more transparent, nobody's lying to you, maybe the trust factor goes up a little bit because I'm you know, more comfortable knowing exactly who you are and you're not scamming me. I think yeah. you know, we might be going into a better future than this you know, scary future. Uh -uh. No, I like that. I like that optimism. Okay, so for small businesses, what does this mean? All right, so now we've got all of our stuff in one central location. Google's done an amazing job of making it possible for us to create uh, a business page. They just launched Your Business, which has some amazing tools there, connecting it more simple. They finally streamlined the connection to local, which was really, frankly, nightmarish for a while. Okay, what are some of the tools or what are some things that, that people don't, the small businesses don't realize they have these access to these wonderful tools right now and we're not using them? What, what should we be using in terms of Google for our small business? So I like to think about this as kind of like the cheers mentality. Remember where everybody knows your name? So there are like, let's say there are a bunch of CPAs online. Right, but the, some charge you more, some charge you less, but they do mostly the same thing. You will connect with the one person that knows your name, that cares about you, that you know shows that they care about your business just as much as you know they care about theirs. And um, and I have a really weird story about that, where my uh, the guy who cuts my grass, I asked him to come and do something extra. And I said, you know, if he does it, I'll pay him. But if he doesn't, then I'll know that he doesn't care. And, you know, I'm going to look for someone else. And he did not do it. I was like, ah, oh, why? You know, you should care. You should be doing this grass thing because you enjoy doing that. Otherwise, go bake something. I don't know. So I think businesses now, remember why you opened your business, right? Remember why you are a baker and not a lawyer. There's a reason. There's a reason you enjoy seeing the joy on people's faces when they taste your bakery. And the challenge is, is that when you open the bakery, now you're overwhelmed with overhead and marketing and sales and numbers and all that stuff, and we miss that human connection. So what Google Plus gives you is that human connection back. It gives you the conversations. It gives you the relationship. It gives you the word of mouth on the Internet. It gives you hangouts face-to-face -face where you can you know, share more with people. And while you do that, then you're not building traffic, you're building an audience. And that audience, you know, doesn't have to be thousands of people, it can be 50 people that are super loyal and they will spread your message for you. So as a small business, start developing real relationships with people. And you can do that by either um, 
going, finding the conversations, and we can get into that, like how you find conversations on Google+. But find a conversation, engage, offer tips, um, share, and then if you have like some conversation that's like just blowing off, everybody's sharing it and everybody's talking about it, you can promote that specific post on Google search. So when people are searching for something that is relevant to your business, instead of finding an ad, they find a conversation that they can tap into. And now you have exposure across all of Google services to personality to you, to why people should connect to you. And that's how you grow. See, and that, that's so important there that I think um, that's definitely the way it's going, right? We're hearing these words, engagement, relationship marketing. Um, I, I like what uh, Dynavite uh, just now posted on our, they asked the question, well, I suppose you should just be ethical and honest then. And maybe just not worry about it so much. And I love this perspective. In fact, I was talking with uh, some of the folks over at Dynavite.com. That's D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. I like to throw it out there because I like these guys a lot. They're a great company. Uh, but uh, Dynavite it was asking me about reputation management. It was a great discussion. And I wanted to ask you, Ifat. So what happens if, um, you know, first of all, the question is, if I claim all my profiles online, doesn't that just give people an opportunity to leave bad reviews? And what is Google doing to help protect me from receiving bad reviews or from managing bad reviews and talk just real quickly about reputation management. Should I be just afraid to claim, and I have my answer, but I want to hear yours first. So I, again, bring it back to real life. I think Google has managed to do something amazing that nobody has managed to do, and it's really have the same type of real life experience online. And if you come to a new city, or if you live in a city for a long time and you're a business owner, you're probably going to have a few people that don't want to work with you. Are you going to freak out about this and be like, look, in this city of six million people, one person is saying something bad about me. Who cares? There's one person and ten other people who say great things. So if you, the same thing as Amazon reviews, right? If someone comes to Amazon and leaves a bad review, does it matter if there are like ten great reviews? As a human being, what I would do if I get bad reviews is I would try to solve it. I would try to say, hey, what was the problem? Can I, um, can I compensate you? Can we have a different experience? You know, maybe you come in and my staff was in a bad mood and you can come in again and experience the business as is. But in life, in real life, you're going to have you know, people who just don't vibe with you. So that's okay. It's not bad. And if, honestly, if we just want to be honest and transparent, not everything is just going to be five-star reviews. And when you look at a restaurant and when you choose a restaurant, right now, if you are looking through uh, maps, for example, you will see reviews from your circles. So the people that you trust, again, on Google+, if they give a great review to something that other people said, that other people that you don't know said is lousy, you're going to trust the people that you know. So again, it's kind of like back to your relationship with the people that matter in, in your life. Yeah, so... Um First of all, I want to make, remind everybody that's just now tuning in, you're listening to Get On Track, Stay On Track, and we are helping your small business one expert at a time. Today, our expert is Ifat Cohen, and we are talking today about Google+, Plus, the next generation. What does it mean, the strategy for your small business, for your future? What do you need to know? We're going to be throwing out some information uh, here on the past, the present, and the future. We talked very briefly about the past and federal government. We've talked about some tools that are are available to us right now and uh, we're going to be talking about some future tools that are coming out from Google that I'm really excited excited about. 
So going back to this reputation question, I want to hit this one more time. One thing that I tell my clients, if I, and tell me if you agree with this, I tell my clients that whether you claim that review or you don't claim, or whether you claim your listing or you don't claim your listing, people can still review, leave reviews. And the beautiful thing about claiming your listing is now you can actually go in and respond or comment and you have some control. So don't be afraid to not claim your reviews or re, um, claim your uh, credentials online, places like you know Yelp and Angie's List and some of these things that are auto-generated for you. If you have more questions about local directory listings and those credentials, give me a call. I, I'd be glad to get do an audit for you and help you out with that. But also, um, especially with Google, especially with local, you know, if you've got an address, claim it. What, what, what do you say, Yifat? Yeah, I totally agree. I think that the more that the more people see about you and what how you are in the community the more customers and clients you're going to have so again you have two businesses one of them has reviews one of them doesn't have reviews which one are you going to go to you That's know it. one of them has reviews they're all five stars you know 100 reviews it kind of feels like um how can you only get five star reviews you know, get four and a half, that's fine. Get four, that's fine. Even one guy doesn't like you, okay. <laughs> you know, but like be real. I think it's, um, you know what, Jason, and it's also like taste and flavor. I don't know why we are so obsessed with everything being perfect, right? Like you get up on the wrong side of the bed sometimes. So what? It happens, right? And then you come back and you say, I'm sorry, I woke up on the right side of the bed. Okay, and that shows up online. Okay, you're human, human. We can relate to you. We can buy from you. We can build relationships with you because you're like us. So remove that entire smoke and mirror kind of thing. I don't think it's going to work for a long time. I think, you know, the more personal you are, the more you build relationships, you know, the better you your business will be in the next two to five years. I want to say thanks to uh, Maggie for tuning in. She says, why can't we have it all? Cyber identities, cyber protection, and a bag of chips. <laughs> but Maggie, what kind of chips do you want? Doritos flavored? Yeah. Hey, let's move into the future. What's, let's talk about the future. Tell me that story that you shared on somebody else's podcast. So I'm, a little, so I'm newsjacking a little here. But uh, tell me that story about the taxi, Google predictive search. Give me that illustration. I absolutely love it. I had a, I had a picture. It. Actually, guys... Uh, we are. I'm going to give you a PDF and the entire story is there with pictures and everything. So you can get that free. You can read more about this if I mess it up right now. But basically, Google is testing this concept of a taxi, a free taxi. So if you are um, um, hungry on the street, wanting to go out and eat, there will be kiosks in bus stations and across the street, and you can just choose what restaurants you want to go to. And the restaurants will bid on you as a customer the same way that they are bidding on ads in search. So they will bid as you as a customer and Google will send you a free taxi paid by the restaurants to take you from wherever you are to that restaurant. Uh, now, if you cannot afford that restaurant, and how would Google know? Because they know everything about you. Uh, if you cannot afford it, then the taxi is not going to come. Take the bus, <laughs> drive yourself. Um, so what's interesting about that, though, is Again, A, the convenience, B, we allow you to uh, allow the restaurant to really pay for customers right there and then. Um, but also you, you know, like Google offers you the stuff that they know that you want when you want it. So Google is trying to predict what you want before you even ask for it. And the way they can do that is because they read your email, 
you know, all those ads on the top, <laughs> people all of a sudden realize, oh my God, Google reads my email. They read your, everybody reads your email. They have your calendar, so they know where you're meeting. They have your, hold on. They have your GPS, so they know where that you are right there all the time. They know exactly where you are and when you log into and what you're searching for in Maps. And the latest thing, I don't know, guys, in I.O., right? So we look like cyborgs when we wear glass. But so realizing this, now instead of it being on your face, it's going to be on your wrist. Same thing, same exact thing. I was talking about, remember, um, what's her name? Uh, Regina Duncan. She was working for DARPA, who used, used to be a um, government institution creating military um, technology. She moved to work with Google uh, on Motorola, on the Moto X, and then Google sold Motorola, and now she's working for Google. But she came out and talked about a tattooed ID. So you tattoo um, an RFID, I believe, to your arm, and every time you are close to your phone, then the phone doesn't have a password. But the minute someone takes it away or you're far away from the phone, then, you know, the phone locks itself. So everybody freaked out, oh my god, I will never tattoo myself, I will never put chips in my body, you know, this is too much big brother. And then Google came out with the contact lenses, you know, for the diabetes. Oh, we love this, this is awesome, <laughs> this is great. So I predict that this technology is going to get into our life through health and fitness. <laughs> and, you know, we'll become very comfortable with the technology, we'll be like, oh, that's great, I don't need to check my blood pressure, I don't need to do all these, you know healthy stuff, I don't need to train myself because my band will tell me I've been sitting too long, which is already available now, right? But this is good, it's health and nutrition and it's to make me better, but big brother right there. So if we can stop being scared of it and start utilizing it, then I think it will be uh, a better world. Well, start, stop being scared of it and start yeah. utilizing it. Yeah. Ephot Cohen. Go ahead and tweet that, guys. Use the hashtag OnTrackTips, head on over to Twitter and tweet that. Stop being scared of tech and utilize it. Yvette Cohen. Uh, hey, listen, you know what? We are like four or five more minutes left in the show. I can't believe it. I had so much stuff that I wanted to share with everybody. You had a whole list of, of, of hashtag strategies. You had some search strategies. I wanted to know about some some ads and reputation management questions. Yvette, I'm going to put you on the spot for a second. Just tell me no. If you don't like this, forgive me. I never would ever, ever do this, but you have so much amazing information. People are just totally EFOT junkies in this community. You are getting this comment stream on fire. What do you say? Would, would, would you get a little more time left in you? If we went over the half hour, could you do that? Yes, of course. Does anybody want EFOT to stick around for more than a half hour? If you do, go ahead and comment in the stream and say, yeah, I want EFOT to stick around. And so what we're going to do is, of course, we're going to stick it to 30 minutes, but if I get 10 people on the comment stream says more EFOT, and I know that you guys will be there, I'll turn this one off and we'll start part two with EFOT, and she's just going to just bang out some tips, tips, and strategy for us. Fire hose session. Ten people, tell us you want EFOT, and we'll do that, okay? If we don't see that, then uh, there's no point in doing it. All right, give me real quickly the um, shoppable hangouts. And again, we've got about five minutes left, and I want to get some questions. Give us the skinny on shoppable hangouts and how that's going to impact my small business. Okay, so this will come out, I believe, in the next two to three weeks, four for max. Uh, we've been testing them. And basically what it is, it turns your Hangout into QVC. Is that right? Saying correctly? The shopping thing, because I don't watch TV, I'm sorry, and, you know, <laughs> prior to my time. But imagine your Hangout. Um, you will be able to add three links to shopping pages. So you will have to manage the entire e-commerce in the background. 
but the same way that you have on your site right now, if you're selling any info product or even physical product or even Amazon product, if you're an affiliate for anything and you're doing a hangout and you're promoting you know, items in the hangout and you're explaining how to use something, you will be able to show up links right there on the side with uh, pictures and direct link to the sales page. And you can also reveal them as the hangout goes. So let's say you set up three, um, three items and you say, hey, here's the first item. If more people want, I'm going to add this bonus. If more people want, I'm going to add that bonus. And you can play with them and you can change them on the fly. And the beauty of this thing is that it lasts even after the hangout is gone. So it's over. It's gone. After the hangout is over, when the hangout is over uh, and someone comes in and watches the replay, those links are still available there. So you basically have your own sales page with a sales video, with the links, with everything that you need in order to sell something or promote something right during the hangout, and it's free. <laughs> and and it's now, free. now there's, there's, there's also lead capture plugins, right? So is it possible that I could do a lead capture plugin to bring people into that? Might be a different marketing concept. But they might clash, but, but you know what I'm saying. We could stack yeah. these things based on however creative your marketing team is. You can do so many things. If you embed the Hangout on your website or even on an event page, you can tell people, hey, I have these three items, share the pictures to them. The one that gets the most plus ones or the most shares is the one I'm going to give you 20% off of. You know, so then you can get the virality of it going. Um, you can do tons. You can do tons of stuff with it. Just and that's what I love so much about Hangouts, and I know that's what endears you to Hangouts so much. It's that personal relationship. It's that connecting. It's We were talking about Sarah Hill. It's that sea commerce. It's that human media. It's that eye-to-eye -eye connection. You can only pretend to be somebody for so long before your company, see, your, your clients, your customers see through it and like, okay, yeah, I'm not going to do business with this guy. He's a little bit too slimy, schmarmy, spammy. Okay, a couple questions we're going to throw out at you, and then we're going to get out the door. I've got the 10 that we needed, so hey, everybody, stick around. I'm going to paste the link. Or go to Jason T. Weiser. You can circle me, and then, or you can just visit my profile, and you'll see that link. I'll start the new Hangout. It's going to be a different room, a different Hangout, and I will post that link to the top here. But uh, let's just run through these questions real quickly as we're heading out the door. Brian Shea, thanks for being here. He reminds us that negative reviews are a great opportunity to showcase how you respond professionally and help you resolve an issue which is sometimes, in fact, better than just a positive five-star review. And I think that's a fantastic point, Brian, because you, you help us understand, you help your clients say, this is what we're going to do in crisis. We're not perfect. That we're going to have mistakes. We're going to, you know, but what we're going to do is this to make sure that you are a satisfied customer. And lastly, before we head out the door, very important question from Josh Berge. He really wants to know, can you tell us where they put Hoffa? <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. Okay. Tell us, Ifa, where are we? I didn't even answer before, so I think you already had his answer, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had fun with it. I like Josh. He's fantastic. Uh, local SEO guy. Uh, if you're interested and you need some help with your uh, so social media SEO, Josh is your man. Head on over and find Josh Berg. But uh, on the way out the door, Ifa, where do you want us to find you? Um, on my profile, just circle me there, and uh, G plus go to gal. And if that okay, do you want to put a link in there for for my three top strategies? We didn't get to them, or you do you want me to put that? No, no, you're gonna put your three top strategies. Yeah, go ahead and put them here too. But uh, we we really should put them on the other event as well that we're gonna head into. But uh, you have full permission, Efot. Just fill this thing. Just you know, fill it full of as many links and information. This community loves you. All right, oh, this is your free. 
free all access to EFOT, and, and we want that. This is permission, Mark. You have our permission to give us as many doors as you're willing to, to give us so we can get more EFOT. Just fill up that comment stream right now. So let okay. me just tell you, those uh, those strategies in that book, a few of them are going to be in Guy Kawasaki's book, so you're going to get them before <laughs> anyone else. But they're really cool. They're showing you how to news Jack, but not really news hijack, uh, but how to put your name in the news, in Google search news. Uh, one of them, another one, is how to use hashtags to really build authority, the related hashtags, and there's another one I don't remember, but it leads you to another awesome Hangout free completely that shows you how people using Hangouts right now as uh, sales pages and marketing and how to build authority. So enjoy. <laughs> She's a font of knowledge. She's a Google Plus expert. She is your G Plus go-to gal. She's Efot Cohen. We talked today here on uh, Get On Track, Stay On Track, helping your small business one expert at a time. Thank you, everybody, for stopping by. Thank you to Efot and anybody that wants, you know, round two, head on over to the comment stream and look for that link. It should be up there in about three minutes. We'll see you. We're heading on out the door. Saying goodbye to our expert today, Efot Cohen from the uh, G Plus go-to gal. Bye, Efot. Bye. Thanks so much.